Hi, this is Bob Burdensky, and here's another annual giving interview. Today we're sitting in Australia talking about Singapore as we chat with Marina Tan Harper from Nanyang Technological University. In seven years at NTU, she's grown alumni participation to 10% and student giving to 80%. That's never been done in Singapore, and it's an annual giving interview. Hi, Marina. Hi, hello, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, you are an inspiration to me because you have really, uh, in my opinion, arrived in Singapore and demonstrated for the first time how uh, graduates and students will express their support for their university. Um, you say that you came with uh, the, the marching orders from the president that he wanted to do this, but you still arrived at a place where there wasn't much history or any context for that. Um, any quick summary on uh, how you have managed such growth over the past seven years? Well, I think um, everybody wants to achieve and be proud that they have a high percentage of giving. Um, the outcome, I think it's everything that people want and aspires to be. Um, what I'm doing here is actually building the process and building the understanding of how to get there. Um, other than teaching the process, I think it's important to walk through with them um, and to get a feel of what it takes and what is it like and how great it feels when you can achieve that goal that they all aspire. Um, so the very first thing I did when I came to the university to attempt to build the culture was to look at students who, before they left, before they became an alumni, I think the important thing is not say, oh, we want alumni giving. Well, let's wait till the alumni before we go and get the alumni gift. On the last year before graduation, six months before graduation, they are going to be alumni. In six months, they're already alumni. So we practice with them how to make a gift to the university. What does it feel? What's the pledge card? I mean, to us, it's a very common word because we're in this profession. But for someone who's out there, a pledge card... And what's the campaign? Why are you soliciting, asking? What is that? So all these terms are actually pretty foreign to them. Um, so when I started with the graduation giving program, they asked me, what is this? Then I said, well, I would like you to at graduation to be, be able to say I gave to the university. So that's why this program became the I gave program. Yeah. So that at graduation, they would have a little pin that says I gave. It's a little celebration for themselves. Then later we taught them what is a class gift. All this small I gave gifts became the class gift. Now because this is a public institution, it's hard for them to feel the class. They can't, because we're graduating like 8,000 a year. So for them to be able to feel a class, it's not the first thing they'll think about. But I think in teaching them to give the class gift, they have also begun to feel like a class. So we also lay a plaque in the central court of the university that says class of 2011. So how proud now they know how to feel like a class because there's a little intention here because we're going to come back five years and do a class reunion. Yeah. Well, they don't know about that yet. So we <laughs> teach them how to feel like a class and all these small little gifts are adding up into a class gift which they present to the university in front of the Board of Trustees and the President of the country that the class is presenting an 80% participation to thank the university for the four years that they've been there. 
if you don't mind my saying yeah. so, that sounds uh, almost American in its approach. And okay. for me, that is gratifying because I have said for a long time that I don't think it's a particular American idea that other places you have people who are proud to be students, proud to be graduates, and you're just sort of framing the idea of expressing that through a gift. Yes, I, I think it's not so foreign in anybody's heart, whether you're Asian or American or European, I think that slice of wanting to say thank you and want to give back is universal. Yeah. So what we're catching on is into the hearts of the students who are leaving um, is to say, it's not American, it's just very Asian to say thank you to someone, whether it's the profs or your friends or your parents who have helped you these four years to become the person that you are. So today as you walk out of the university with all the memories of the last four years, say thank you. And you say it with a graduation gift that, be when added up, becomes a class gift. I know you didn't yeah. start at 80% student participation. Any advice on how you build that you know, over a period like seven years? Well, um, I think one step at a time is yeah. good. <laughs> so when we first started, um, we only sent out two emails. And that brought back 8% of the participation. So that was pretty celebratory already. Sure. And then the next year, we began to have brochures. We uh, talked about having a website. So these things were added every year. So each year, we came back after the campaign end ends, usually at graduation in July, and understood what we do, did good. First, we must know how to maintain and keep what we did good. And we throw out those things that didn't work, and then we added new vehicles and new things. So over seven years, we have actually built the program. So not to think that you're going to jump in and suddenly arrive at 80%. It's just like, again, I keep repeating learning the violin. Right? First, you've got to be able to play the notes, the long notes, and then more notes, and then even more notes. And then you learn how to juggle up the notes. And eventually, it comes to tune. You become a virtuoso. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so you've achieved this success with the students, and you turn your attention to alumni who are a little bit trickier in that some of them have not given for a long time. They just haven't thought about it before. Yes. And you actually envision using the example of the students to motivate alumni. Would you talk about that for a minute? Uh, yes, I think this is a little bit infectious. If if this group, I have 8,000 or so students from seven years, that pool of people going out there, they then become the ambassadors too. Sure. They will meet alumni and then say, well, have you done anything for the I gave this year? So this thing is spreading out by itself too. You know, it, it, is, uh, it has its own fanning out um, effect by itself. Now for the for students who are graduating, we usually leave, teach them two messages, and hopefully they will convey these two messages, which are very, very powerful messages. The first message is that your degree is for life. I think in the past when the, the institution is more um, civil service or you know, in the old frame of higher education, they, we have never taught our students to think that their degree is so, such a proud thing that will carry on with them for the rest of their lives. So as people just came here and get a degree, oh, it's very functional, I can now do my job, that's it. But they forget that the first three years of looking for a job, or you know, when they change jobs for the first three years, it is the reputation of the university that helps them to get that job. Yeah. They forget. Yeah. And it continues. After the job thing, when you move on in life, it is still applicable. You go to networking events, people ask you, where did you graduate from? Sure. Right? So we, 
basically have to just remind them that their reputation is equal to the reputation of the university and that if your university's reputation is not there, up there, then you suffer. So why not invest on yourself? Yeah. By investing in your university, you're actually investing on yourself. And we have 150,000 alumni. At $100 per person, that's $15 million. And we have a matching in Singapore. That's $30 million of extra cash just falling in the university to improve the university so that your reputation stands out there. And the other second message that we teach them is that their participation causes other philanthropists in the, in the community who are not even alumni to join in. Because why would somebody join in and give $10 million to a university if the alumni is not giving? There is, I, t I tell them right in the face, it is shameful to even go out to ask for $10 million <laughs> when we don't have alumni giving, when we don't have student yeah. giving, when we don't have faculty and staff giving, because then we are not believing in our own institution then we have no reason to go out and ask for $10 million from other people. I think that all makes sense. The, the irony of your situation to me is that, you know, an American Ivy League college would spend the student experience teaching the students you should be like the older generations and you, you will give someday like they uh, have given or you will give in the senior <coughs> gift as a demonstration of that. You're almost in a position of going to the older generation and saying, you should be like the younger generation. Look at their enthusiasm. Look at their pride in the institution. Yes. Uh, because what you're doing is so new, right? Yeah, I guess because I had no choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it the other way around. Uh, there wasn't another choice. But truly, I think the older uh, people are proud of university. In another way, they've probably never occurred to them that they could be proud of their university by making a gift yeah. and how it impacts them. It's just that that thought has never crossed their mind. Yeah. So it is a little bit of a paradigm shift yeah. that they need to make, but who's going to help them to make who? I mean, I'm only just joined this university for seven years. They have been with the university for 25 years. So for me to tell them, it's actually uh, a little bit not so kosher, right? Yeah. So I have to influence enough people and for their peers to tell themselves. But true enough, I think it's really odd that we're not giving back to our own alma mater. And the word alma mater is also still very new. It, they can't feel the word alma mater yet. Yeah. It's not that they haven't wanted to support, they just haven't yes. thought about it. Yes, I think they haven't thought about it. It's not in the genes. It's not there yet. And I think we can attempt to, um, whether by osmosis or injection, put that <laughs> thought. Because I think giving is in every, every strain of a human heart. Um, it is there. We just got to reignite it as a universal um, ingredient in any human being. <laughs> What's the next challenge you have for yourself uh, with program? Oh, yeah. The next challenge is how to now raise these gifts that we have gotten them to participate and they were happy to participate at $100, $50. Now is to raise their sights to say, I can make an annual gift at $1,000 yeah. and up. So that's the next big challenge. And also to keep loyal donors, that, to, to give them the understanding, this is not a one-time thing that I celebrate. We want to celebrate every year and become a loyal donor of the university. These are my two uh, challenges in front of me. You just, uh, you just come all that way up the hill and there's still more to climb. Yes, yes. Um, well, it's remarkable. And I, uh, you now see presidents of other institutions in Singapore uh, sort of starting to say, why can't 
we be more like NTU. And so you're not just impacting NTU, you're impacting uh, the whole nation. So congratulations on what you built so far, and good luck uh, with the next challenges ahead. Thank you. Thanks very much. <laughs> Thanks, Bob.